you are now tuned in to the Real Rap Podcast. This is your host, JB. Hey, this is Mike D. We're back at it again for another fun-filled week. I'm just keeping it real. Talking about everything that y'all want to talk about, but y'all too scared to. It's that Real Rap Podcast. Here we go. Real rap, everybody can feel that Hottest on the scene, your team can never steal that Welcome to the pod, my cast will outlast yours Any question that you have, you can ask dog You get it, got it, got it, you get it We gon' be around from the start to the finish It's just the two of us doing us Nothing ever new to us Real rap podcast, come around and fool with us Wow, that was, that was really good It never gets old it, it never does. Every time you listen to it, it just sounds fresher and fresher each time, doesn't it? I was talking about me at the end. <laughs> no, no, for real, you're right. Yeah, I like the rap. Yeah, I yeah. So I we got Mike back in the studio. Everybody give it up for Mike. I think I think yeah. people were <laughs> I think where people were uh were missing you last week, but they definitely enjoyed the last podcast. I think it was pretty fun and the, the content was really interesting. It was raw. It was raw and real. When I was listening to it alone, I looked at my radio like, what? <laughs> yeah, some of the stuff, I mean, but I think... No, it was, it was entertaining. I I mean, th- yeah, I think it was definitely I think it had some good things to say. Exactly. Some interesting things to say. For sure. About how men and women view the other differently. How we choose people. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I'm glad to have you back. Thanks, man. I think Victoria, she definitely filled it in and uh, did a great job holding it down, but I we have a lot of stuff to talk about, so we're definitely right. going to get into it. How was your um? How was your week? Because we actually came up to the studio last week. <laughs> Josh's superb logistic planning, right, logistical right. planning. So I was like, I was so excited to record the next episode. I was just ready and gung ho, ready to go. But um, I guess I looked at the wrong date. I was just really, I don't know. Yeah, I was you definitely over... dropped the ball, bro. Yeah. So we had the whole crew up here. We had all my videographers on and so forth, and then we get up here and like, oh, you know, it's wrong. Yeah, two videographers. Did I? No, 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 no. It, uh, Elbridge was the one, and Rels, he was just here to just chill. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so, um, but we're here now, we're about to turn up, and listen, I've been waiting for a while, because I'm about to go in on Mike on so many different <laughs> topics, it's going to be crazy, so I hope y'all you know, stay tuned in, everybody, we're actually going live on Facebook right now, so yeah. I hope everybody- And just for, you know, people to know, I don't even know what we're going to talk about today, Josh was like, it's going to be all hot takes. <laughs> Well, you know, you're, you're you're the talent, you say, so you'll be fresh. <laughs> He's the fresh content guy <laughs> on the town. So I definitely wanted to ask, you know, how was your Christmas? How did everything go for you? It was good, man. Um, we It was our first Christmas in our new house. Okay. And uh, When did you move there? In August. Okay, okay. And um, that was awesome. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, we got the kids, like their big gift was a trampoline with like the net sides on it. Okay. And my buddy, Ryan Early, he's a listener. There's, there's, a, list. there's he, a shout out for you. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Ryan Early. We'll save the shout outs for later because he actually hit me up and said, "Hey, you, he wanted a shout out, so I'm gonna give him the the proper setup, the <laughs> proper platform." Means. You got a rap song for? Yeah. No, so we set the uh, trampoline up Christmas Eve, and um, Emma ran down the stairs and saw it, and that was cool. But it was really cool because I remember when my parents got me saw it where in the house? No, in the backyard, bro. Oh, you said she ran down the stairs. Yeah, and saw like it. when you in my house when you run down the stairs, the stairs face the sunroom that face towards the back of the house. Okay, got you. And so she ran down and looked out the window and saw it, and then she came back up into our bedroom and was like, Mom, Dad, you know, it's a trampoline. But that was cool because I remember my parents gave me one when I was a kid, and it was like one of the coolest gifts I ever got. Awesome. It never gets old. Yeah. Like the slinky. <laughs> Not the comparison I would have gone with, but okay. <laughs> Definitely. Um, as far as mine, mine was pretty good. Uh, 
just kind of stayed at home and kicked it. Uh, we ended up going. Actually, we went over our aunt's house a little bit later and ate up all the food. And then we ended up going. We know back you home. ate up all the food. Oh, man. yeah, baby. Looking chunky. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyways, um, I'm, this is my. Um, I'm bulking right now. That's my. Oh, thing. my I gosh. Bulk, I bulk in the off season and then I get cut up. Around spring, summertime. Does that actually work? Do you actually maintain a significant amount of muscle when you come off the bulk into the cut? I do. do. I'm good. Um, But it was a really good Christmas. They had a a good time. (laughs) They had a great time. But, uh, you know, I'm happy to be back, back into the flow of things. Yeah. It's hard getting back. You take, you know, like Christmas and then Christmas Eve and the day after Christmas. Like, I have a hard time getting back in my rhythm the day after. But as of, I think. Yesterday morning. No, this morning. That was my first morning really back into the swing of getting up at 4.30, gym at 6, come home, grind, mm. gym again before I come. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely. So, Christmas Day, uh, I definitely want to just get this topic out of the way. You know, this might be the last time I talk about this. Um, Ever? Like in your whole life? Nah. But it's never just, say never, just like your boy Justin Bieber. Right. That's my guy. But um, because I, I've been having so many people... Through way of the podcast, like I literally had someone that uh, I was I was walking to the store. It was a nice day, I think Friday or what's today? Just a few nice days mixed in there. Um, what's today? Wednesday. <laughs> so it was like outside. it was like Monday. It was like really nice. So I was walking with my girl to the store uh, right down the street, and then I had someone actually see me. I, they saw the flexion fitness. So they you know, so was like, yeah. You know. So <laughs> they ran they ran up to me. It's like, yo, Josh. Da, da, da. So I was like, hey, man. It was somebody I've been wanting to talk to for a while. Anyway, so it kind of worked out weird like that. Yeah. So um, we were talking for a while, and then he brought up. He's like, dude, um, I've been watching. Your, I, I listened to the podcast, and then also seeing your statuses. I see all that stuff you say about LeBron. And I was like, so we had that LeBron talk for a while. Oh. So I think we'll start off. That'll probably be our first topic: the Christmas Day game. We'll mm-hmm. do our recap on it. Okay. And, you know, your feel, feelings on the game. But yeah. also, I'm going to finally for, do my, like, grand, like, setup for why I feel the way I feel about LeBron. I know And what just you clear feel. the air okay. and then help you understand. Because you, I think the problem is a lot of people think I'm a hater. And that's definitely not the case. You are a hater. I'm not a hater. I'm going to prove to you in a second. Can I I'm tell not... you why I think you're a hater? Okay. Because that Lakers hat you got on right there. LeBron... Is like the dethroning, the passing of the torch. You don't see the passing torch, but but Kobe was on his way out as LeBron was on his way up. Okay, and I'm gonna tell you. And I that's think wrong. that that hurts your. It doesn't. It puts it doesn't, blinders on your eyes. It you can't see the truth. So so for me, the watching greatest. the game, um, I, going into it, I felt like the Cavs were, had the upper hand just because they, to me they play better as a team. Um, I didn't like that they didn't call a foul at the end of the game. And I know a lot of a lot of people that are LeBron supporters that are just like just ride on LeBron or the Cavs, whatever. They're gonna say, "Well, uh, that late in the game, you don't make that call." But why? I mean, why wouldn't you when you just missed a call down uh, on the other side when he was hanging on the rim? It just seemed like they kind of got some passes in certain areas. And right there, then and there, it's the end of the game. You obviously see a trip and a push. You make that call. Yeah, I mean, it's an easy thing to say that that late in the game, they don't make that call, blah, blah, blah. I think certain guys get calls and certain guys don't. Right. Um, and it's interesting, you hear like the experts, quote unquote, talk about that. They didn't call that because a smaller guy tripped a bigger guy. Or an older guy like Jefferson tripped a star, and the star should be at a point where he can hold up. I heard I heard people say that. Yeah, I don't yeah. agree with any of that. A missed call is a missed call. No, no, no. Um, I definitely agree with that because you've seen times where Michael Jordan is supposed to get certain calls and they will not call it on Mike. Right. Or the, or the same and thing. And there's times where Mike, I've seen Mike talk to a ref 
and then the the ref make the call the next time or it's, so on and so forth. So it's, it's a, true. It's favoritism for sure. I, I'm not saying I don't agree with it. Like that may be the reason. I'm saying I don't care. When okay, I say okay. I don't I don't agree with them saying that this should have been done. What happened happened. How many yeah. games have you watched with your favorite football team? Like football is the biggest sport for it. Oh my god, I can't believe they didn't call pass interference on when the Seahawks played whoever this this year and Richard Sherman blatantly yeah. like pushed homeboy down. Then you call it. Right. What are you going to do? You're going to go back and rewrite the exactly. books, you know? Yeah, I'm not one of the ones. They lost I, the game. I, I know, like my, I'm like uh, one of our followers, DJ. He is an avid. Uh, anytime the refs aren't calling things, he he'll blame a ref for a game. I don't believe in blaming refs for games because you had so many right. other times. Because you have to look. Okay, that's a missed rebound. That's a steal. That's right. a, you know what I mean. It's so many other times where the the. Uh, pro- progression of the game has been changed because of what you like a mishap or so on and so forth so to blame it solely on a ref and saying you lost because of ref to me it's just and they might miss a call but you had so many other opportunities throughout the game to really make up for that right yeah so, why'd you leave it why'd you leave it that close just like in the ufc when somebody loses by a decision they said you know what i shouldn't lift it up to the to the scorecard for sure knock them out so um you feel like right now that the Cavs are a better team oh yeah i think they're they're better matched um, against the Warriors than the Warriors are against them. Right. If you watch the finals, which I don't w- really watch any basketball all year long until the playoffs, because right. I just can't do two at one. Like I watch football. Yeah, yeah. Football ends. I start way. watching basketball. Yeah. So, but if you watch those finals, um, I lost my headphones. <laughs> there they are. Oh no, I don't know, dude. Okay, so um, but yeah, if you if you watch the finals, okay, um, the Cavs played really well against the Warriors when the Warriors got smaller. Uh huh. And that's all the Warriors did this year. Yeah. They got smaller. They got skinnier. They it's, lost big guys and got Durant, who's an amazing scorer. And they have that going for them that, that any one of those guys, Draymond, Clay, Steph, or KD, can drop 25 points in a game. Uh-huh. They're not all going to do it at the same time. Yeah. But the Cavs, they're bigger, they're more physical. I think the Cavs are going to win again this year. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I think the Cavs have the upper hand. And it's the mentality to see how Steph – He's just mentally not even there, it seems like. Right. And in and, and, and this game, it should have been the one that he's really on point. But it seems like just his the way he's uh, going through the motions almost, and it just seems like, I don't want to say that he doesn't care. It's just he can't really lock in and focus. It shows me that maybe the Cavs have really gotten into their heads mentally, and they feel like they can't conquer that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there's certain things that you have to persevere through certain moments, and that's right. how you become a great team, right. which leads me into my next point. Well, real quick on that, too. <laughs> Steph Steph falls out in the playoffs and the finals. You know, he drops, what, what did he average last year, 30 points a game or something during the did, regular he season? Did, he did pretty he well. In the, well, he did well in the playoffs up until like up until the finals. So, like, yeah, like you said, it's just something in the finals you can't lock in and you can't rise to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't think that's talked about as much as nearly as um, people bring up LeBron scapegoat. So that's what I'll talk about oh, next, man. and I won't be too long. So um, to clear the air, first off, I'm not a LeBron hater. Let's just clear that first. So <laughs> this is how I look at it. This is the analogy that I make for people. So um, the same the same uh, feelings I have about LeBron, I have the same feelings about Kevin Hart, and I have the same feelings about Mayweather. Let me tell you why. Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart. Listen the comedian? To the comedian. Okay. So uh, I'll start with Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is extremely funny. I think he's extremely funny. Um, but it's certain things that I feel like he's not as good at. Like his stand-up, I think it's funny. But his movies, like he can't act to save his life. 
You know what I mean? And the movies that he's in, like some of them, they're the same character over and over and over again. It's just like it's, it gets kind of tiring after a while. So when I talk about Kevin Hart, it's like throwing a throwing a rock at the greats. It's like I understand he's great, but I can still scrutinize and criticize things that he can maybe improve in. Yeah. Just because he's great, I'm not going to say, oh, everything he does is great. Yeah. So same, same thing for uh, Mayweather. I feel like Mayweather is probably the best fighter we've seen in the last few generations. Right. You know what I mean? Uh and hands, he's hands down better than pretty much everybody Everybody he's went against. But the thing that I didn't like about his legacy is the fact that he handpicked every right. fight. He handpicked right. every fight, for one. And secondly, he fa- uh, he faced those greats when they were already washed. He went against right. Sugar Shane Mosley when he was washed up. He went against Oscar, Oscar De La Hoya when he was washed. Right. He waited till Pac got knocked out. And then he faced them. Right. You know what I mean? So you can't... It's it, always it, on his terms. Right, right. And he earned the right to do that, and that's fine. But for that same reason, you would never put him in the same class of the Ali, Mike Tyson. Like, right, if you right. watch Mike Tyson's old fights, it's like this 18-year-old kid knocking out anybody they wanted in a fight. And that's, and that's Did not matter. And that's what I'm getting at. The greats faced the greats when they were great. And they, they, had, they had no excuse. If somebody walked up to Ali, like, they'd be like, yo, I want to fight you. He's like, yo, give me a month. We're ready to go. It's no blood. Te- it's no whole bunch of politics yeah. to it. You know and what he mean? build it. You run that mouth over to the fight. It was right. like. Which leads me to my final point. <laughs> LeBron, right? So um, as far as it. as far as LeBron goes, let's just put this. Let's put this in perspective. I honestly, I'm a Lakers fan. You see the Lakers hat and I wore it for a reason. Um, <laughs> I'm a Kobe fan, but I am smart enough to know that LeBron is a better player than Kobe. For several several different reasons, the fact that he's an all around player, like we can't just think about scoring because when we think about scoring, we think about Kobe and how he closes this and that. But what all uh, LeBron brings to this team, he makes his team play better. Right. For one, um, he also uh, does so many different things. He can play tons of different positions. This and that, we know that. You know what I mean? Right. So I don't want to even play with that. Like I'm a realist at the end of the day. Even though I'm a fan of somebody, I still can take away that. Okay, this is fact, and this is whatever. Right. This is a problem that I have with LeBron. I, uh, and I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say it right here that I'm actually a low key a LeBron fan. But when you when when you are esteemed to a certain level of greatness, I'm gonna hold you to that. And I and I feel like. If you're the greatest player in the world, or you argue that he's the greatest player of all time, yeah, I think he is. Yeah. Right. If you feel like he's the greatest play- player of all time, and you compare him to Mike, mm-hmm. which is I think the wrong person to compare him to, you should compare him to Magic Johnson because that's more of the player that he's. I kinda, agree. Yeah. 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 So Mike is the type of guy, and I feel like the reason why Mike is considered the greatest is not because of all just the rings and all this. It's because on the greatest stage. In the greatest moment, in the biggest moment, he rises to the occasion no matter who's guarding him, whatever the case may be, he shows you that he has that will to win that much and he can put his team on his back so much so that he can make that shot. Okay. That's the problem that I have. The think, only problem, and and the thing that I uh, I'm I'm getting this off my chest right now. And I can tell. So, so the thing, so the <laughs> thing that annoys He's me the most. Sweating mo- profusely, people. No, no, no. <laughs> so the thing that annoys me the most is the fact that when I say something about LeBron that's not praising him, I'm hating. I don't get that. I don't get that concept. Right. That's the that's the, I think the pr- a problem with me because it. I think it's because I'm so used to you hating on LeBron that I always think you're hating now whenever you nah. talk. It's about a, him. I usually say it's if anything I say about <laughs> LeBron it's the same thing. Yeah. If he stepped up, even if he didn't make the shot, I'd be like, "Yo, I, I think that's admirable. Like, I, I think that he knows that Kyrie's a better shooter, so I get that." Right. That's what. That see. That's why I think he's so good. Okay. Because he knows his strengths. 
you know what? I can't make a three-pointer as many times as often mm-hmm. as high accuracy percentage as Kyrie can. So go ahead and handle that ball. So let Kyrie man. be the MVP then. Kyrie's not as valuable to that team as LeBron is. You take Kyrie off that team, that team's still going to the finals. You take LeBron off the team. Ky- if you take Kyrie off the team, nobody's going to take the uh, – Richard Jefferson's going to take the uh, the winning shot of the game. I don't know. I think LeBron has to do it in that case. But they're still He's going to – He's never the, had to do it. Without without Kyrie, that team's still going to the finals. Without LeBron, what was that team? I agree. What was that team without – end up uh, come up short because they can't make the – What was that team without LeBron? They weren't that good. They were horrible. Right. I understand. I understand that. But I, I feel like if you're going to be the GOAT, you got to live and, and – um, I think I think bring, I think being the greatest also requires you to know your uh, strengths and weaknesses and those uh, that of those around you. I and you. I think that he does that. I think that we need to stop the Jordan comparisons because I think Jordan year. is an inferior athlete to LeBron. <laughs> and this is where it goes left. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is where it goes left. Um, so that was Christmas Day. Um, I, I definitely felt like I had to get that off my chest. I'm glad. I, I think you look like you're breathing better now. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm kind of happy for you, man. Yeah, yeah. Um. So also, <laughs> I, I'm gonna get off sports after this. You know what? Let's go. Let's get off sports for a little bit. I know that you had. Um, I know you had your topic that you're gonna get into as far as the the recent ruling with. What was it? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, me and you talked about that a little bit, and then the conversation got cut short, and I didn't call you back because I felt like it would be better to uh, talk about it. Like you said, hot takes. Yeah, yeah. So really, I want to hear how you feel about that. How do you feel about? There's a video of a man running the opposite direction from a police officer. He gets shot down. They, I mean, the guy shot at him nine times. I think he hit him five times. It was a moving target. Clearly oh. a very good shot. Okay. Right? Uh, clearly a murder to anybody watching that. He's running the opposite direction. He's probably 20 to 30 feet away. Yeah. And he's shot down and killed. And then they have a mistrial in South Carolina. And once again, you got a white cop and a black man that was shot down. Oh, and it all started over a busted taillight. So for me, um, I was seeing this guy. I don't know the name of, I don't know his name, but he was up on the View, and he. I don't know how after you're a juror or jur, like in the. Was it the jury foreman? Was he a black guy that kind yeah, of talked yeah, funny? Yeah, yeah. yeah it was the jury foreman. Okay, so I didn't know you can do press after. Neither did I. Yeah, but I guess some of them did because some, I think some of the OJ people did too way back in the day. Okay, well I didn't know that, so it caught me by surprise. Yeah. But seeing him up there and seeing how he broke down the reason why they couldn't come to a verdict was still kind of alarming to me. He was like, "Well, with the evidence uh, they sat in front of us, we couldn't really say without a doubt the the intention of what he did." Right, it wasn't malicious intent. So what what baffles me is the fact that. At any, any okay. So say if the roles were reversed, right? Right. Um, and he were to shoot. I mean, just any in any situation, anybody that's fleeing from you, they're right. no longer a threat. Right. They're running the opposite direction. Right. So, and, and the thing is, what whatever transpired before that time, whatever the case may be, the cop is still alive. So even if they got into a fight, they got into an altercation, or if he had something on him, right. the fact of, of the matter that he's fleeing from him now, he is no longer a threat. Right. He's running the opposite direction. Right. So now, my my thing is, okay. So what could they have presented in the courtroom to make you feel like what he did wasn't malicious? Okay. So he shot him five times. When is how many how many shots did he have to have to take to take him down? Like right, I don't right. get it. Time out. This is a commercial. 
Flex Your Fitness Apparel is a brand for the people and one that supports your journey to a healthier you. This company prides itself on not focusing on one specific crowd, but instead anyone and everyone from every sport or activity. Everyone is equally celebrated and part of one big fitness family. This brand does it all. Beyond providing the best premium athletic wear, they also have a new app that offers several awesome services. If you don't have time to meal prep, they have you covered. Through the app, you can order your own personal meals and have them delivered right to your doorstep with their new affiliate company, The Food Sierge. Flex is including everything from personal trainers you can book right at your fingertips, a listing of all their fitness boot camps, personal cooking show with weekly updated recipes, weekly workouts, and so much more. There's no more excuse and no reason to not get going. Flex Your Fitness has your back and is proving to you that it's not all about just getting you to purchase some products. They sincerely want to see the growth in each and every one of all their customers. To follow them, check out their Instagram at flexyourfitnessprez, that's P-R-E-Z, and check out their website, www.flexyourfitness.com for more details. Well, that's one of my favorite things about... Just like younger people today, whenever they talk about police and police shootings, they'll say things like, well, why can't they shoot them in the leg to try to disable them? You don't fire your gun at anybody unless you are intending to kill them. It is not a weapon to take somebody down. It is designed to do one thing, and that's kill people right. or animals. Whatever you're shooting at, it is designed to kill. Uh, now, a taser is designed to take people down, but right. a gun should only be fired when you're intending to kill somebody. Um so when, when I saw that video, it was, it was kind of, it was a long time ago. It was last year. It was mixed in with a bunch of other ones that weren't as clear cut. Yeah. And that was the one that I really felt like, okay, they've got, a, they've got a clear cut case of a murder here. This guy is going to be acquitted. And we can finally say that the justice system is fair. And then this happens. Like, I have no idea how it was a mistrial. How, like you said, what could they have possibly presented yeah. to make you think that the, the intent was not malicious? The guy was running the opposite direction. What does it matter what happened before that? Yeah. The guy didn't have a weapon on him. The police officer, after he shoots the man down, walks over to him and drops his taser near the body to try to make it look like the guy had his taser. Right. You could definitely see that there was something <laughs> trying to crazy. be planted or, or make people to believe one thing uh, over another. Yeah. Um, and, and then, it, you know, so that happens and then they go to trial and, and then he's, he's, it's a mistrial. So I, I don't know if he's going to get charged again. Um, I can imagine so. Cause I, I, I know so, the, man. The, the family's outraged and I, I'm pretty sure the family wasn't expecting to get that result. Right. And what I don't understand is why out of all of them, this one isn't drawing the riots. It was the ones that were less clear cut. Freddie Gray, you didn't have a video. They rioted. Michael Brown, you didn't have a video. They rioted. And in fact, you had witnesses uh, giving evidence that made it sound like he was in the wrong and he was reaching in the cop car trying to take the cop's gun. Uh Um, Which I, I, but anyways, go ahead. Well, and then, and then Trayvon, who wasn't even shot by a cop, he was shot by you know, some whack job on Neighborhood Watch mm-hmm. who's proven to be a whack job. Like after the yeah. fact, his girlfriend like reports him for domestic violence and yeah. all this and threaten her father with a gun or something. But yeah, <laughs> but, but of all those, this one was the most clear cut. This is not right. Yeah. And it seems to be the one that people are the least upset about. Yeah. And I have no idea why. I think it's really weird. I don't know. I guess it's how the media, I think the media plays a big role in how, but then again, it's, it's been covered in the media. I think after, I don't know, the uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't get it half the time, but which we're going to go to that sad, topic. Man. It is really sad. Uh, we're going to go from that topic right into another one. Um, and and what I wanted to bring up, like, how do you feel about, um, I guess, police brutality in a whole? Do you think it's like a big epidemic? Do you think it's something that the media is dramatized to the point that 
it's it's a, a really something that's going on or how do you feel about it from your from your perspective um i think that only in the last few years have we gotten cell phones right. specifically or in specifically cell phones with video capability yeah. and high resolution video yeah um so i think it's something that's always been there because you had Rodney king and they had a video in that case right. and he had a couple cases every now and then but now you know cops are on the camera all the time so you just see it more uh, so I think that people's perception of it, of it, um, and them seeing it all the time makes them think it's getting worse right. when I don't, I, I think that things, whether it be race relations or police brutality or just problems in general, I think they have a tendency to get better the further along in time we move. Okay. Like the, the, the world is a safer place now than it was, than it was uh, like, like violent crimes are down actually this year than they were a few years ago. Um, but everybody has access to more media. Uh-huh. So since you have access to more media, you hear about it more. And since you hear about it more, it must be st- st- uh, statistically worse. But yeah. it's not. So I think I think it's getting better. Um, I think it will continue to get better. I don't think it's perfect yet. But um, I agree with you. I think that it definitely wasn't how it was in the 60s. No, definitely um, not. And yeah. I, hate, I hate when people make it sound like it was. I hate when people try to make this country out to be something it's not. I hate that people try to say that this most recent election was a quote unquote white lash, like Van Jones retarded self said, which he's not retarded. He's actually really smart. And him mm-hmm. saying that makes no sense to me because he's really smart. Um, and I think it, uh, it depends on different views. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, but what I was, I was going to say about the cops, from my perspective, I feel like, like you said, I think that it's gotten, gotten better. But also, I think that people don't really talk about the fact that, um, who the cops are working with and in the mindset of cops as well. You know what I mean? So if you go into these neighborhoods day after day, you Mm -hmm. know, it's low income areas, usually around, uh, um, African-Americans, so on and so forth. You go in here every day, you be, you develop a stigma to these people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And and also on the outside of that, when you know that at the end of the day, okay, say if you see, um, uh, Lamont walking down the street, whatever, and you autumn. You, <laughs> How did you I pick to, that name? I just, I just came up with it. So, anyways, you see him walking down the street, and you <laughs> automatically stereotype him as, okay, this is who I think he is, right? Yeah. So, even if if I was a cop and I was go out to do something outlandish and out of the jurisdiction or character of me being a cop in my badge, I know at the end of the day, no matter what I do, I'm protected by my brothers, whatever whatever case may be. Right. And that's the problem that I have with it to extent. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I think that you have to take into consideration just like how troops come from overseas yeah. and they and they deal with like PTSD, this and that, and trauma. Yeah. We don't ever take into consideration. Like if you look at, I can't pull up the numbers right now, but if you look at domestic uh, domestic violence, stuff like that, cops ring high on that list. You know oh, what do I mean? they? they do rank high. You, and, and you have to think that they're out in this, out in a war zone pretty much every day fighting yeah. for their lives and they barely get paid. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely it. an underpaid, underappreciated job, I right. think. And so, I think it only gets worse is um, we, as a culture, I think, disrespect cops a lot. And, yeah. you know, you see these YouTube videos of people wanting to argue with cops on the scene. Like, that's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not a lawyer. This is not your day in court. Yeah. Do as you're told. Have your day in court. I think it's I think it's so many different problems with the system because I think as far as the body camps, I think that was a great start, but I think it's a lot deeper than just that. You know what I mean? Maybe. I think Yeah, yeah. I think that as far as, you know, just working in those environments, being that they're not connected to those communities, and I think that's a, another way um to help uh tone down like if I knew someone's child over uh 
just being outside and coming in, I could maybe talk them down or prevent a certain situation from ha- from happening rather than oh, um, he fits the he fits the um the description and so on and so forth. So I'm shooting off back because I want to protect my life. You know what right, I mean? Right. And certain things that happen that go down, I think will be, be prevented because of that as well. So there's a yeah. lot of things that we have to take, whether it's like mental problems or uh, if we have to, if they have to go through different screenings after a while, like after uh, anytime they pull their firearm out, maybe they have to sit down and be like re-screen, you know what I mean? Yeah. After a certain amount of time. So I think that uh, it's, it's real easy to say, Hey, this is that, and that, and that, and and that is this. But I think it's a lot deeper than um, sometimes we look into as far as yeah. at things like uh, things of that nature. Because you know they are in harmful situations. Yes, so you have to think. It's a hard job about that. But also at the same time, just because that's why I was totally against the um, uh, no frisk. Because that's stop gonna, and frisk. Yeah, uh, yeah stop and stop and frisk. Because um, yeah, that's going to set up a idea. lot of problems. You know what I mean? That's and better, then nobody's going to question. And that's and the, what the ruling, uh, as you see with the cop, like cops get off all the time. So it's like it's coming to the point. Like I don't know if you remember, um, you know, uh, Judge Dredd that movie. Did you watch that movie? Huh. Okay. Well, in Judge Dredd, the police officers became like the pretty much the law, the enforcers. You know what I mean? Yeah. So pretty much you had to. It was no like jury for the most part. You answered to them. And who's in that movie? Um, Arnold, not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Oh. I feel like Sylvester Stallone and um. Did they remake it? Maybe they did. I don't know. I think I saw a horrible remake recently. But um, but that's why I feel like it is with cops. Sometimes they don't have any um level of accountability when it comes to making the wrong actions. You don't, you don't see, think they do? I don't think they do because you see time after time so many cops that that do these um unjust in the crimes to like me. Like in South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, in South yeah. Carolina and so on and so forth. And they never end up doing what it is a civilian would do. Yeah. And I mean, so it should be, and I think that will stop and like, like reel back a lot of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, in that case, you know, I don't know of a story where a civilian shot somebody in the back that was running okay. away and got away with it. Not at all. Or had a mistrial even. It was, it was that clear cut. Yeah. Oh, no, man. We're definitely not going to sit here and find the solution to these two morons in the studio in Norfolk having a podcast. Speak for yourself on the moron part. Cause all right, one moron, being Josh. <laughs> Joshy B. What's your what's your name on the show, Josh B? JB, get it right. G- Yours is Mike D. JB. Like the gallery of girls. That old, over there, like, was it Deep Creek? I always, always ride by that place and laugh. Or like, you're J- JB's? No. We're not getting off on that tangent. Yeah, we're not going on. Somebody tried to make me good at one night. I was like, no, man. I could see you dressing. You said it's a gallery for girls. It's like a it's like a strip club. I've never oh. been. I've never been oh, to a strip yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. That's ever. in Portsmouth, though. I thought. There's. I think there's one over there. Okay. I never. I've never been to a strip club to be honest. Me neither. Somebody asked me to go. I was like, for what? <laughs> this does not sound like any sort of good idea. Yeah, I got you. We're cornballs, anyways. Um, <laughs> I know. Be so awkward. So something that I brought up on the Facebook that I thought was. Uh, it definitely rate. I think it got like over like sixty comments, so on and so forth. That was um, a really interesting topic. That um, ooh yeah, the one where you use my likeness in the background. Yeah, <laughs> nice. So I put up the question: uh, Do you believe the reason men cheat can be linked to a genetic sp- uh, sp- or a species predisposition, uh, or that men just simply have less self control than their female counterparts? Um, you never, you know, I posted the picture with you as like the meme for it. Right. And you never really weighed in and said anything. So what are your feelings on it? Because I, I try to say over here, man, again, I'm the talent. You know what I'm saying? Go. The talent's got to go. save his go. hot takes okay. for the microphone. Take? Drop it on, drop these flames on this microphone. Mm-hmm. 
I guess that was hot take. I think I think it's a little bit of uh, two things. Um, and I'm not gonna. Tr- I try not to get like super spiritual on here, but you know, Adam chose what he chose in the garden. Um, and I think that that's part of it. And then the other part of it, maybe a bit instinctive. You know how? What do you mean, Adam chose what he chose in the garden? Adam saw Eve naked, and chose and. I don't chose think it was the, a. I didn't. I don't think he ever. It was something to where he chose. God provided her for him. No, no, no. I, really, man, I got dollars back that much, bro. This is basics. You went to Gateway. Let's go. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay. No, 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 no. So you know, Eve ate the fruit. Eve lost her covering. Yeah. Um. Eve comes to Adam with the fruit, and he sees Eve. Oh, you're saying he chose what? Yeah. That. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I think. I think that's one of the because men do struggle with it more than women. Um. I and and I think it goes back that far. I and mean, that that was. And then also, you know, instinctively as well, that, that if you look at male species in nature, you know, it's, it's Don't be stealing my points. You know what? When I text you, it's a, you're a whole different person. But now you're like, oh, you're trying to be well, like... Well, now me. I've had a, a little bit of time to think about it. That's why, because like if you caught me first, I'd be like, no, Josh, you're wrong. Men just suck. But, but yeah, so I think it is two, thi- two things. I think it's bo- a little bit of both of those things. But um, at the end of the day, the reason doesn't matter. Like if you cheat on your spouse, you're a piece of crap. Yeah. Um, and if you have children's passion, listen to this. I'm not trying to insult you directly, but that's not fair. You know, right. if you want to sleep with somebody else, leave your spouse, get divorced, and then go do your thing. But don't cheat on somebody, man. That ain't right. For sure. Um, and definitely don't try to find an excuse because you're a male and that's your instinct. You got to spread your seed. You know, like, you ain't that big of a man there, big man. <laughs> Keep it in your pants, homie. For sure, for sure. So my, my uh, outlook on it is pretty much kind of the same with yours, but a little more detail to it. Um, I think that, uh, first off, people were mad with the fact that I said men, you know what I mean? But if we look at it, society, like, I know women cheat, or they're cheating, like, maybe a lot more than they used to in the past, so on and so forth. But everybody, the topic is always, why are the men cheating, this and that. So Hold on that, one second. Hold on. You keep on looking down at your phone. You got cliff notes for your points, and I got hot takes? No, no, no. Oh, okay. These, these, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Notes. All right, go ahead. Um, but for, for me... <laughs> I think that, just like you said, I think it's an instinct, instinctive thing. Um, if you look back, it's just like I kind of uh, attribute it to, or the analogy I made is like racism, right? So racism was a social construct. Back in the day, a lot of people didn't know it was necessarily bad because if you walk out and see a black guy hanging in your front yard, it's like almost like the norm, you know what I mean? And so it kind of became accepted. When you when you had a guy, uh, uh, African-Americans out picking cotton, whatever, getting, getting beat, it was like, okay, that's just where we live. Same thing back in the day. Back, uh, you can go back to the Roman Empire or, or when, whenever. It was okay for men to have concubines, to have prostitutes or whatever, yeah. and to cheat on their wives. And even you can take it back to the '60s or so on and so forth. Women were uh, they prided on the fact that staying with their men at, and their men were unfaithful and being the the helpmate for them in in a sense, you know. Mm-hmm. So you have to take even with racism and that. All of that mindset doesn't 100% go away. You can even see it trickle down to today where you can see women, for instance, they're called thoughts, called hoes, whatever. Not a thought, but a thought. Anyways. (laughs) You know that video with the Ray Streamer? You ain't seen that video for No Fuck Zone? Mike Epps rolls up in the Ferrari. He's like, hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? No Fuck Zone. You heard of me. I'm such and such. What do you say? Flex? No Flex Zone. I thought you said a different F word. No. Okay, got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Ray Streamer. Yeah. Ray Shremmered. That's what I said. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Whatever you, you know they, about. You know they got their name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, they spell ear, uh, drummers backwards or something like that. Drummer's ear. Drummer's ear. Backwards. Okay. Anyways, yeah, Mike, Ep, Mike Epps roll, rolls up and he's I like trying to video. sign him to his little fake record label because they're playing basketball in the driveway. Uh-huh. And he's like, come on, man, I got these chains. You want these chains right here? I got thoughts. Not a thought, but a thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to watch that video. I'm going to I'm gonna have to, I guess, view that it's video. It's freaking hilarious. Um, but, it's hot beat, too, but And then how, how um, men are looked at, we're looked at like pimps or, you know, it's, it's okay. When right, I, right. When I go yeah. around my guys, I'm like, yo, I just hooked up with this, you know, whatever. They be like, they kind of applaud it. You know Is that what, what you do when you're around your guys? No, I don't talk like that around my guys. But, Christina listen to this? <laughs> she probably will. Mm. But anyways, um, to take it off me, mm. take it off me, it's take just it it, me. To, uh, to look at how socially it's accepted still in, in this uh, day and time. Mentally, as a man, you almost think that, okay, you're rewarded for doing this, whereas females, they're... De- uh, look down on. They're, yeah, look down on. Even, right. So um, I think from that aspect, and then now you look into like the animal kingdom in a sense, like this is what we're, we have that instinctive nature in it sometimes. And I think that um, what people don't fail to realize, they want to put men and female on the same like uh, level as far as, as far as like, I guess, sex or the, the, the want for sex in a sense. But I think what I also attributed it to is you don't hear a lot of female, um, uh, like sex offenders like that, you know what I mean? You don't hear you don't hear a lot of like females. Yeah, if sex- you do, it's always like a really hot middle school teacher. Right, right. right. You don't hear like <laughs> it's fema- so weird. females out raping or like right. uh, pedophile pedophiles and stuff like that. So it's just like maybe like the hunger, the like the sexual appetite for men is a little bit different. So that's something that I take into consideration as well. But at the end of the day, what you said, like right is right and wrong is wrong. You shouldn't right, right. be out stepping out on your wife. Like if you make a commitment with someone, even though um. Uh, some men say like Akon was like well you know we shouldn't be with one person well if that's how you feel you should let either make that um, commitment with your wife be like hey you know I, you know, I make this commitment with you, but I'm still gonna step out you need, yeah. have to you have to let the other person know you know what I mean yeah and um, you know sometimes like you said Akon said this or you know sometimes you gotta choose who you're drawing from and like yeah. not not everybody speaks life you know yeah, not, yeah. not everybody's gonna say the right things that are gonna prove your your life. So if an entertainer says something like that and then you take it and put it into practice in your life, you really think that that is going to improve your quality of life? Right. right. No, man, don't listen to Akon. Oh, I'm definitely not listening to Akon. <laughs> Akon out here got like nine wives. Does he? <laughs> He's out here going in. But uh How many kids does he have? Uh I don't know. He's out here for real spreading his seed. <laughs> That's crazy. Um so uh something that the Is he in- Mormon or something? No. Just, <laughs> uh I mean I think that's like uh kind of culturally what africans do like i've heard a story um over in africa i forget who told me i think it was an african guy that i was working with he said uh how do you say it so what happened was there was a gentleman that uh his wife like he had went away on to do a hunt or i don't know what he was doing but there was a, a guy a warrior that went into his wife's house and what you know when someone's in your house or someone's having uh sex or something like that when there's a spear outside the door so this gentleman went in and raped his wife right so he came back home and he heard about it, but he really couldn't do anything necessarily because the women are like almost like cattle in a sense. You can go in and just <laughs> do what you want with them and they can't say no and can't deny you. And like, Where is this? This is, uh, I don't know how long ago in Africa this was or what part of Africa this was. It doesn't but, sound like a very nice place. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a nice place, but this is something like even if you see like overseas, like in Saudi Arabia where women can't yeah. pick or they get, you know what I mean? It's just, it's. 
it's a you know it's a sad thing but i think in america we we're so like the social construct is okay you be with me i'll be with you let's be up front so if we commit to that yeah if you commit to that you got to be real with it yeah i mean so i think people take america for granted a lot of times yeah but yeah you do get to choose so um just recently they came out the with mtv's hottest mcs in the oh, game oh no and this is i don't know i don't know if i agree first with of it. all consider the source MTV. MTV's not too credible, but I, I they think don't even they, play music anymore. I think they did okay, but I don't really know what they're going off of. Um, but I'm gonna go through the list and I'm gonna okay. get your. So this off. is current hottest MCs in the hottest game. in the game. So number one is Kanye West. Two is Drake. Three Chance the Rapper. Four Travis Scott. Five Young Thug. Oh no. Six Future. Oh. Seven YG. What? Eight Kendrick Lamar, yeah. Nine Little Uzi Vert, uh, and ten Twenty One Savage. No, no, Kendrick and Chance are both really good. Right, Kendrick. I mean, it was Kendrick's did you, last. Did record you listen was... to the Chance album? Really uh, yeah, good. really good. Yeah, I'll, and he's just so different. But he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't say garbage like yeah, yeah. all these newer guys he's that very are very creative. He's very creative. Um, he's really artsy. Yeah, um, and he's not. He's not like faking it it's yeah. like who he is where whereas somebody's got to like you know i'm different i'm i'm different because i dress like this like like little uzi vert you know he cares like a purse or whatever like yeah you're just an idiot you know you're not different in a creative way like chance the rapper is a real maybe, artist how can you say he's not different in a creative way maybe he he that's a whole new lane that he's starting yeah, his music sucks it like does. you can be different but don't have your music suck kendrick um the good kid mad city come on like you don't you don't make better rap but, albums than that you're right, but his recent album that he put out was kind of weird. It was different. It, <laughs> it was, was different. different. I still um, liked some of it, um, especially that that different song with this more upbeat towards the end. Um, I can't remember now. I one. love myself. Yeah, yeah, I like that song too. Uh, um, oh man, I think he he was pulling for a, uh, being that just the state of uh, the U.S. like a more socially conscious black. Yeah. African, you know what I'm saying? And it was still good. Like, I still listen to it, but it wasn't as good. Like, that's how it always is, too. Like, even J. Cole's new CD, like, I heard you talk about this on the last podcast. Like, it's good. It just doesn't, it's not quite where Forest Hills Drive was or even Cole World, where you had. The correlation that J. Rod made was the fact that you have to take into consideration this is their life. Right. You know what I mean? Right. True. So, when, when you make an album about your life, it's just hard to really, or like, it's either an album about your life or your first album. It's so much in that. Right. That you're but, trying to get off your chest. But Cold World had bangers on it, and then it also had like those deep, like more of the thinking songs, whereas uh, For Your Eyes Only is only like a deep thinker all the way through. Like, it's not something you just turn on just to chill and jam to, yeah. no matter where you're at, whereas yeah. Cold World, you could. Um, but it is good, like, especially yeah. Deja Vu. They, yeah, I listen. That's Man. a that's a track that I listen to over and over again. I, I really, and neighbors, neighbors. I kind of like that track. It's like hit or miss for song. me. Um, Kanye West. I think he should be a little bit lower in the rankings. Yeah, he's um, just gone off the deep end. Yeah, he's uh, completely gone. I don't know. I mean, but the thing is, his tour was amazing. I've the heard life, that. The life. Did of you Pop- go? No, I didn't. I really wanted to go. Did you like watch videos and stuff of it? Yeah, I watched videos. But like the the because he's. He's an innovator, like how he had the stage yeah. in the middle and just the the whole. Yeah, but then he went crazy on tour. Like he, he did. you know, he, he had did. this long rant. He's like calling out Jay Z. Like Jay Z's your boy. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I guess if you talk about the hottest, he's definitely the most talked about. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then followed up with Drake reviews. 
Uh, I guess you know what. I guess the first you can't three, really the first three for me makes sense. Drake makes sense the most out of all of them. Like Drake just keeps on making hits. Yeah. No matter who he does a song with. But the view the album views as a whole it was like eh. I didn't listen to the whole album. He just had a few great songs that would like like controller. Yeah, yeah. And of course, I mean, like he makes songs that everybody like. You don't have to like rap. Yeah, you like one dance. He makes international songs, so it can for me Drake and Kanye could be interchangeable in a sense. That's true. Um, Chance the Rapper. I feel like I listened to his album. It was pretty solid, and he's probably the he's one a of real the, rapper. Yeah, he's a real rap, a real rapper. <laughs> um, Travis Scott. Didn't, I don't know where that came from. That's weird. That's very he's weird. Just a weird guy. Um, and he's I popular just, though. He's pop. I got yeah, people yeah, like him. Yeah, yeah, These kids like him. like him, dude. And that's what and that's what I have to take into consideration when I hear the hottest MC list. So Travis Scott, Young Thug, Young Thug doesn't really make sense to me. Future after Young Thug is pure, unadulterated. Just how do you listen to that? He had that one really cool song with Ti about the money. And it's like it's go? about the money. It's all about the money. No, no, no. ain't about the money. Oh yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah, go yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get it, Mike. Let's Don't go. Don't be blowing me up. <laughs> I just wanted you to say it. I knew you, what song you were talking about. You're baiting me. Um, but yeah. other than that, it's like, dude, I don't even know what he's saying. Yeah. I don't really understand how this is rap anymore. It's just like, yeah. It's disheartening. Um, listen to have It's this, disheartening. <laughs> it's a good way of putting it. It, it really hurts. Just my, give up. Yeah, I just kind of give up with it. Uh, Future, he had a, I don't know why. It's just sad because a lot of these people. Really, I don't think Future's a great rapper, but. I do really like a few future songs, and especially songs that he's. It's not even just him, you know. Like uh, Jumpman is like yeah, yeah, one of my yeah. favorite rap song. Yeah. It's just fun to listen to that song "Low Life" he did with Weekend. Okay, um, love that. So, but that's how it is for me. I, like, I wouldn't say like J Cole's a great rapper, Kendrick Lamar is a great rapper, JD Kiss is a great rapper, Jeezy's a great rapper. I wouldn't say Future's a great rapper for sure. I just say he's like a great a, harmonizer, singer, good entertainer. Rapper. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then YG, like I don't know, so many other people. I, I don't know like what I he's done. A, like I like YG, but he hasn't done enough to be yeah, like. I I guess the kids are. They're the different. kids are talking talking about him, and I think that's what they're going off of. Um, because as far as like even album success, a lot of these people really haven't had tons of success. Little Uzi Vert, I feel like just came out like barely last year, and it's trash. Yeah. So it's and absolute. He, he made number nine, and the kids like him. Kids like him, and I guess that's enough to go off the. I don't know. I don't know so, uh, a hottest MC list is probably. It's just crazy how consider somebody, the source. Oh well, I yeah. mean, but even even the source, you got to think what other artists would you put above these artists? Yeah, I mean, I guess those are probably the most popular right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think YG's one one of the most popular. Like, I don't yeah. even think most people know who that is. Like, yeah, I don't think Lil Uzi Vert's fan base listens to YG. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a very interesting list, but I mean, that's, and that's why I probably don't listen to as much hip hop as I used to. And also, I mean, if I do listen to it, like a lot of times it'll be older stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely don't listen to the top. Like the, the most popular rapper right now is probably 21 Savage. And I have no idea why. I was probably seeing not on that list because he's really, he, got, he has a lot of memes out. He does. <laughs> but he's freaking horrible. Yeah. Um, 21. 21. It's just whatever you're into these days. I don't really know what these kids are into because it's like back in the day when when uh, your parents say, "I don't get why you're listening to this." No, I really don't get why right. they listen to this. Like it's just a, a huge jump to just it's just bad now. I feel, um, but you know, this still might give me can't a dance into a few like a little drop step. Who does? I said I, th- they'll still catch me. Like maybe if it's catchy enough, 
I'll still dance to it. Like, what, name one that you think is a bad song that you would dance to. It's so many. Um, I don't know. I haven't really listened to anything lately, but... Uh, you listen to nothing new. Really nothing new. I don't really know. I don't really know the latest little Uzi Vert song or anything. Is it like it's you, not- you was right? That Bad and Bougie, the, he's on that with Amigos. That, that's the one with the meme? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I probably wouldn't Rain drop. That. Drop top, <laughs> messing with your girl. Top, top. Um, so yeah, I really, I really couldn't even. Tell but even you that one, like, it's a great beat because Migos can produce. Yeah. But nobody on there's like a good rapper. They're just making beats. Yeah. Um, back to sports for a second. Oh, um, here we go. Um, All right, we're gonna talk about something. Something. Cowboys. <laughs> no, <laughs> something that I saw. I think it was uh maybe last week. Uh, Bernard Hopkins. It was his last fight. Did you yeah. see? Did you see the uh, video of that? Yeah, I saw he got knocked out of the ring, man. Yes, it was that's so, how they're doing him. So sad to see. Yeah. Um, Cause he's been around for a long time. Yeah, he was uh, when he was fighting. It was like maybe 50, 51 or something like that. That's fifty first fight. No, no, no. His age. Oh, he's fifty one. I want to say he's fifty. Good lord. I could be misquoting that. He's but in phenomenal I know shape. He's, yeah, I know he's pretty old. Um, but anyways, to see like to see the greats go out like that. How do you feel about seeing someone go? Because I've seen you see that with um, Bernard Hopkins. I felt like we saw that with Favre. He stayed maybe a year too too late yeah. um, with Jordan. How he came back and played for the Wizards. Um, what is your take on that? Like, do you do you want the greats to finish at the top? Which you know I think we all do. But yeah. do you understand the the I guess the mindset of them wanting to come back and still play if they feel like they have it in them? Time out. This is a commercial. Hey, looking for the right home to get your body back into shape with the right instructor or looking to pump it up a notch on your fitness and health goals? Well, we know the right person, the fitness junkie, the Mr. 757. He's changed a lot of lives coast to coast. He specializes in changing your life, yes, your life, and the understanding of nutrition and fitness. You can find him at www.mikethefitnessjunkie.com. You can call him 757-470-3331. Follow him on Facebook, Mike the Fitness Junkie. Or on Instagram at the underscore Mike Ely. M-I-K-E-E-L-Y. I think I can understand. This is this is a total hot take, so I gotta think about this for a minute. But I can understand them wanting to do it as an individual. Yeah. But I think it's also a problem of having having too many yes men around you yeah. and nobody to tell to tell you the truth. Like, hey Jordan. That's how I am with LeBron. I wouldn't be a yes man for LeBron like you. I wouldn't either. Else. I'm gonna tell him. Like hey, Jordan didn't have it. any Jordan didn't have anybody around him to tell him that they going to the Wizards ain't going to do nothing for the Wizards or you, you know. Kobe didn't have anybody ball, around. Though. Kobe didn't have anybody around him to tell him that it's, your time has passed. You're only hurting the Lakers at this point. Yeah. And I guess Bernard didn't have anybody to tell him that. Look, that young boy's going to knock you out of the ring, bro. <laughs> that was the longest fall. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Watching him fall out of the ring to the ground, that's like nobody's around to to catch him. Yeah. Like, it was just, it looked sad. it looked very sad. And same thing with Favre, him keep on trying to come back with the Vikings and the Jets too, right? Mm-hmm. Um the way to do it is the way that Manning do, did it. Like if a tre- team is going to drop you, go to another team, a good ball club, mm-hmm. win your ring, ride off into the sunset. And he's all at his press conference, he's like number 18. Played 18 years as well. Like he like lined it all up. <laughs> yeah, he had the ring, yeah, 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 his yeah. numbers, for sure, for sure. his length of career. Yeah. That's how you do it. A lot of people don't get that opportunity to go out like that. Yeah. He was, he was definitely. He did. Him. Ray Lewis did, but Ray Lewis didn't Jerome have to Bettis leave. Jerome Bettis did. Yeah, but Ray Lewis didn't have to leave and come back. Yeah, 
whereas Peyton did. Peyton got dropped from a team and came back. And Jerome Pettis didn't have to leave the team either. He's still Steelers. And I don't know. Ideally, three yards. Ideally, you want to go out the top, but if you feel like you still got enough in the tank, you know, still go out there do your thing. But we always we want to like rem- we want to remember our greats being great. And I think that nobody thinks of when you think of Jordan, you don't even mention Wizards because that's disrespectful. Yeah, people like I, I wasn't even thinking about it until you brought it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like all you think about is because that's when he got crossed the bar. So he's on the Wizards. Too. Oh lord, was, so was it? No, I think no. He was still on the Bulls. No, no. Iverson put him on his butt when he was on the Wizards. I'm I'm have to question that, but I think he was you still have to look up the video. Yeah, yeah, I think he was still playing for the Bulls when that happened. Um, Speaking of falls from grace, uh-oh. this is you didn't even know this was coming. I just thought about it. Did you know RG three left his girl after they had a kid, and now he's dating this younger model? Really? Shit, yeah. Like RG three has fell off. Like I'm, I thought he was like a man of faith. I'm gonna have to text him about that. Oh yeah, I forgot y'all. <laughs> yeah, but he ever since he went to the Browns, I haven't heard. Well, I heard when he first got signed. And I hit him up. I was like, yo, congratulations, so on and so forth. He's like, cool. But um, Is that what he said? He said, cool? I forget what he said. He's, he's really, like, as a guy, he's yeah. really, like, and people, and I talked to somebody else that played with him on the team. People say he's not really a talker talker. Yeah. Um. So when I was talking to him about the business, so on and so forth, like, he was just kind of like, uh, okay, cool. Like, he was just real, like, didn't really talk too much. Like, almost shy a little bit. Like, dude, you're a quarterback. Yeah, but he's been, he's been, like, elevated his entire life. A lot of those kids aren't normal. Uh, they don't have like a chance like a social, to socialize normally yeah, yeah, yeah. he's been a freak athlete forever really yeah, I mean, that, that, that's who I he is I didn't follow him for real like I didn't hear about him until he went and landed on the Redskins and then you didn't I, see him at Baylor and stuff I don't watch college football oh he's he's nasty hmm. um well, that's why he went number two but yeah yeah he I was a I mean when Archie threw on the Redskins it was like yeah, yeah that was we finally got our guy <laughs> and then he gets injured it's like dang and I always thought it was like a, you know, like a stand-up dude. And I saw this news story about. But you never know what people like. It's it's easy to. You're right. It's easy to yeah, say. Things. It's easy to look at it and be you're like, right. okay, he just left. Like you don't know if she she was probably maybe beating on him or whatever the case may <laughs> be. Like whatever. I mean, you don't know what all is going on in the household. And it might look as far as media wise, it's easy to say, oh, he just left his wife or da 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 da. Like it's easy to say that. Yeah. But we don't know what all was going on. Well, I always hear people say things about him like. Saying saying that he was and you cocky. just said no no but you just said if um like for like the cheating thing if you come to a point where you feel like you want to step out or do whatever let her know maybe he let her maybe know. he did maybe he You're let her right. know like he was with her I recant my earlier statement exactly. maybe he did it right but it just like I I was always like a an RG three apologist you know like people saying oh he's he sucks he's this he's that no he's really good he's a good dude too. You know, people would say he's cocky. They don't like the way he took a picture with all his like wedding gifts. Because yeah. people were saying that he should donate his wedding gifts, and instead he like took a picture sitting on top of all of them. Yeah, I was like, what do you care? He does his wedding gifts. You know, like yeah. I thought that was too far. But then I saw the new story about you know his new girl, and I was like, dang, maybe they were right, man. <laughs> maybe go. so sad, man, because he was like my hero. I guess. Uh, well, he's, he seems to me he seems like a good guy, but everybody he does. Everybody has moments where. Like you said, they fall from grace or they He make got mistakes. injured again. He got a concussion. Right. Where they make mistakes where, you know, they do things that we, we're all human. If uh, some of my dirty laundry air, Lord, I'll be run, running out of this studio right now. So. Oh, you are not that interesting. You got no dirty laundry. I'll tell you what. Listen, <laughs> I'm not even. That's a whole nother podcast right there. Uh, <laughs> but um, something that I want. Man wanted, of mystery. Something that I wanted to talk about as well, being that we don't have too much in common, but we do have this one thing in, the, in common. Uh, we're both dads. 
Oh yeah. We're both dads and I definitely wanted to I had a question about, you know, how do you feel like um uh I guess with fatherhood, I think it's something that's overshadowed a lot of times. Like people don't really talk about it cuz it's just like but then then again, you see a lot of fathers that aren't in um the kids life. Like right. how how important is fatherhood to you and how much does that change that? Well, like you who you are in a sense. I love when people say things like they don't want to have kids because then they're going to have to stop having fun and blah, blah, blah. Like, your life, as far as the fun part, I don't think it really begins until you have kids. Like, kids are the best thing, the most significant thing that you will ever do. Um, I agree, but you lose a little fun in some of that. I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't. About. <laughs> like, I, you know, like, I think, I don't look on any, I don't look back on anything I did before I had kids and and think of it w- wishfully. Like, uh, I think my life is better now than it ever was before I had I agree. Them. And, like, with Logan on the way, that's when I really stepped up to the plate and stepped out and kind of, you know, made the jump to work for myself as a realtor was when Logan was on his way. Mm-hmm. So my kids kind of forced me out kind of my comfort zone. Yeah. And it's only made me better as a person yeah. having them. And it's only increased the quality of life for my wife and my kids and me. Um, but, but I think, I think that initial push from them it's kind of made me who I am today. Like when you asked me to do this podcast, the old me probably said, no, man, like, I don't know. Because, <laughs> you know, it's just yeah, different yeah. than anything I've ever done. But right. now, like, whenever someone asks me to do something, I'm like, all right, yeah, let's do it. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. What could happen? Yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. you, you don't know what's going to happen until you try it. But I love being a dad, dude. When you come home and it's no you walk in. Feeling. No greater feeling. The I kids two, like, daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have two baby girls and they light my world up. Yeah. So, um, I think, that, and, and it, it, baffles me um how dads or any any uh parent whether mother or father could not be in their kids like you know what i mean yeah uh, that is weird the, yeah it, it really they really you know um power me up and give me joy yeah and, you know my lowest days they definitely keep me uh keep me happy man like yeah my girls are a trip to say the least and you don't get two shots at it man like if you miss this you've missed it it's over you suck mm. take advantage of it now yeah so um which leads me into the next part. How do you? Cause I see, I see the posts on Facebook. But it's Logan, right? Oh God! Oh my goodness! He that is boy. literally a destroyer, and like it's a you, walking you, you, disaster. You uh, did you watch that movie? His Problem Child, growing up? No. What? You never seen that movie? The Problem Child, like it went up to like six different um like uh movies of it. But Who's anyways, Problem it? Child, uh, it's old. You know, those are always the good ones when you got the sixth, <laughs> the sixth <laughs> sequel. Yeah, it's um, always the best. But. But it was just uh, a, a little boy in the movie. He's just like, uh, just doing a lot of stuff. Just messing up things, so on and so forth. But just seeing like how your house is, like, it kind of remind me of the movie a little bit. But um, my my question is like, how do you, um, how do you deal with like discipline? How do you like? How were you raised, and how are you dealing with um, your kids as far as discipline? Like, you're doing the weapons, you're doing the timeouts. What is what is the best practice for you? <laughs> Nothing, nothing works yeah. <laughs> on him at his age. So what Josh is talking about is my son, who's two years old, uh, I was sitting in my office at home working and he opens the door and he has this brand new unopened Peppa Pig toy package in his hand. Peppa Pig goes hard in the paint. <laughs> she does. <laughs> Peppa? And my son was like, dad, dad, Peppa. <laughs> I was like, hmm, that's an unopened brand new toy package. I wonder if he got into the gifts. It was before Christmas. And sure enough, I go up into our bedroom where my wife had wrapped all these gifts, bless her heart, you know, works so hard, and he is just shredded. Oh my goodness! All and open, all of them. Wow! 
and uh, yeah, and then he and then she she like restacked them and put them all back in the bags, and he did it again. Mm. And then like today, you know, I, I built his train set he got for Christmas from my mom uh-huh. last night, and uh, he destroyed that before I even got home from the gym. Like, so as far as discipline, I, I don't, you know, you gotta be careful what you say. Like, you know, yeah. I got spanked when I was a kid. <laughs> Yo, well, like, I, and I deserved every one of them. Right for me, it was a whole different level, and I won't get into it because. Um, it's just crazy, but um, like we—that's what—that's how we were raised, and that's how my parents were raised. They, you got spanked. Spanked is a—we don't use that word. It's you got called whooped. whooped. You got whooped. We got spanked is like when you pull out your hand. O O W H O O. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Capital we had to go. We had to go out and pick our own switches from the tree. Ooh, I've done that. Or had to get a no belt. Fun. You never got that extension cord though. I didn't get the extension cord. My that's dad had real. this like leather braided belt, and that was—I hated that belt. Yeah. But I deserved it. Every yeah. single one of them. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't say I deserve. See, the thing is, my dad was um, uh, prior. He was a marine, so prior nice. military. So like, we were on a whole different level. We'd be like standing at attention, like three in the morning. Like we were like, what? It was. It was. But the thing is, when he got out, <laughs> certain people don't know how to deal with things. You know what I mean? Right. That's why I said with the police officers, they might suffer from PTSD or different things. And he, that was his way. He was so hard on us. And he felt like this is the way to keep my kids off the streets, keep them away from drugs, this and that. And we would literally, if somebody, if one person make a mistake in the house, everybody get a whooping for it. How many brothers? Dang. How many brothers and <laughs> so sisters? So listen, we were got a bunch of whooping. <laughs> so I have five brothers and three sisters. Good lord! Yeah, so, so there's ninety. Yeah, yeah. It's it, whoopings were being handed out. How did all of you turn out though? Everybody turned out good. That's the thing. See? Like you have to look at, even though like I could pretty much say abuse was something that happened <laughs> yeah but at the end of the day i'm the type of person i don't look at things from the like okay well this happened to me you went and everybody deals with things differently yeah. but at the same time even though we went through uh that that time frame it it made us stronger in a sense you know what i mean yeah. and we're not none of us got put in jail none of us deal with drugs like we never really went down that road because of how we were raised and we even though not not to say that if you're raised a certain way you can't go down that road but right. i mean it was just for us we it was like no point like we we were raised like yes ma'am yes sir like you had to stand at attention at 3 a.m listen if like for instance like if uh the kitchen wasn't like he was real like because he, he was a drill sergeant you know what right. I mean? so if the kitchen wasn't clean to his level of expertise yeah. like it was like a speck of spaghetti or whatever the case may be like he was real tough about it he'll he'll wake us up three in the morning he's a, a lecturer like he'll go in and he'll talk to you for five to six hours and, and not even blink so sometimes i would prefer the whoopings just over the, yeah so i can be done good 30 minutes boom 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 out but go back uh, to sleep. yeah yeah go back to sleep but that's crazy he, yeah dude. he went he went hard but i think that's why i go as hard as i do now like and I mean, you do go pretty hard. I wonder if you sleep sometimes. Sometimes I do. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> How many hours of sleep do you normally get a night? Um, because I work overnight shift, and right now is really bad because right. right now I'm working overnight shift, and Savannah's out of school. So as soon as I get home from overnight, the wife goes to work, and I watch them all day until I put them to, to sleep and give them a nap time. Dang. So I don't get sleep until like I work ten thirty to, um. 6.30, get off, and then I watch them up till like 2 sometime, and then they'll take a quick nap, and depending on how long they nap is how long I nap. Oh, but damn. then And then the wife gets off um, from work around 5, so I try to get like maybe 2 or 3 hours before I go to bed. So I average like maybe 4. Like this week I've been averaging like 3 to 4. Hours a day of sleep. Yeah. 
Sheesh, my friend, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, 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 so. So do you do you spank your kids? Um, originally, yeah. And I got girls, so I have to be careful. Like, I don't want to just go. Like, yeah. I know that's how I was raised, and and that's something that is a generational thing. Usually, how you're raised, you're trying to because that you feel like, hey, I turned out all right, so I'm gonna do that to my kids. Yeah. But um, originally, like we were spanking and whooping, but um, we've kind of gotten away. Well, and you also got to know with different kids, you got to do different things sometimes. Yeah, like yeah. with Bella. All I got to do is kind of put a little bass in my voice. She's screaming, crying. Dang. That's all that has to happen. With uh, Vanna, my oldest, yeah. Lord Jesus, you need to put a frying pan in her butt. Like she, like, <laughs> she, <laughs> she is about that life. It doesn't matter. Like you'll whoop her, and then maybe later that day she's doing. It. So you have to, you yeah. have to figure out the best thing. And, you gotta find out what to take away from. Right, and, and yeah. parenting is a is a trial basis. You know what I mean? And I see some, yeah, ain't like, no handbook on it. Right, right. And I see uh, there was uh, something placed online about this parent whooping their child and there was like abuse abuse but i mean i don't know i'm just kind of torn on it a little bit i feel yeah. like uh you should be able to talk to your child and see if they can work past that but if you have a child and i've seen so many parents that when they take their kids out they'll be like hey time out or hey this and that and they keep disrespecting you yeah what's what's next up what are we doing i don't know what are we doing? If he he runs up to I'm me and say, "Hey, that switch. listen," if he runs up to me in the, uh, wherever we're at, and I'm saying I'm trying to talk to him, I'm trying to work through his feelings, use your words, this and that, smacks me in my face and just dish it. Like, come on, you have to lay some barrier. And sometimes for some kids, if you take something away, be like, "Okay, that's cool," or they they don't mind that rather than maybe whatever, maybe a little little lashing so i'm not lashing i'm not saying that that happens listen i don't need cbs in my door but uh yeah yeah. so i don't really you know i got away from it i think we do more of the we talk to her because she's getting older now she's six she's six so um she's getting it and she's in school so and i mean um is she in school yeah she's she's in kindergarten nice yeah birthday fall a little bit late but um I, i would say did you have anything else that it's just been a while since I've seen you. So, did you have any on, on your mind that you wanted to, as we wrap? Yeah, actually, I do. As a matter up? of fact, I didn't have this until you just asked me that question. Okay. I am so sick and tired of seeing these posts about 2016 was the worst year ever. I can't wait for it to be over. I hope 2017 is better. Guess what? If you ain't no better, <laughs> your 2017 ain't going to be no better than your 2016 was because you're still the same sorry punk you were. Yeah. 2016 was awesome for me. You know why? Because I worked my butt off. I put time in where I needed to. Mm. It was better than I even dreamed of. Like I mm. set a goal to sell... I said I wrote down in October 2015 I wanted to sell 42 houses. I sold 100 houses. Mm. Straight up. Straight up. You think 2016 sucked? No, man. You think 2017 is going to suck? No. Did hard things happen this year? Heck yeah. Yeah. I took some hard losses. Yeah. Being last week, I remember posting on Facebook, I took a loss today on something, but I ain't going to let it get me down. You know what? I turned that loss around, and now that loss actually turned to a win for me because of my attitude and my persistence. Yeah. And I mean that. Like, stop posting the negative crap mm. it doesn't do anything bad to me yeah it if it hurts you yeah if you're the one saying negative crap you're the one that's gonna be hurt by it right not me not your friends that don't like your post because your post sucked mm. that's why you got one like on how your bad your 2016 was 2016 was hard because you didn't do anything about it i like that i love like, that straight that straight up man that, words of wisdom that's, from mike d that's a hot that's, take that was his fresh take <laughs> that pisses me off yeah yeah so I, i've seen there's a little animosity behind that one it was and like i had lunch with an old friend the other day that i used to work with and he the last nine years since we worked together 
<clears throat> 10 years uh-huh. since we worked together, have kind of run parallel to one another. He stepped out of his box, went back to school, um, and has almost finished his degree. And because of that, he's now got a really, really, really great job. He may listen to this, he may not, but he's a very cool dude. He knows who he is. But it started with him stepping outside of the box. Like he'd work his nine to five, he'd get off work. He would go to, to ODU at nighttime uh-huh. and weekends and whatever and do full-time schooling right along. And you're talking about a guy who's already over the age of 30. You know, It's yeah. not like a kid who's got the time to just stay at home. Like He's got to pay his bills. Then he's got to go to school. He's got to pay for his books. He's got to study. Yeah. You know, and now his life's really good. Like, yeah. But none of it happened because he was sitting there complaining, exactly. talking about what he was going to do, talking about what he didn't have, man. Keep your mindset up. Yeah. And things will... Good things will happen for you in 2017. I have to agree, and um, I'm gonna close out on this, and I'm gonna do my shout outs that Mike doesn't want me to do. Um, are we gonna play a song that we like too? Uh, we what, and uh, we'll talk about that as we go. As we go into uh, next podcast, we're gonna do. Uh, I'll go ahead and say it now. What we're gonna do, um, because we were doing our artist spotlight and kind of playing a song from um, that I like and so on and so forth. But instead, we're gonna be switching it up. Now we're gonna actually have a artists in the studio performing live. We were supposed to have somebody this week, but they ended up bailing on me. So I don't know. They <laughs> ended, uh, ended up bailing on me. So, um, but we're going to start doing that. Everything from, because this is the real rap podcast. So we're, we're right, going right. to have maybe some, potentially some little rap ciphers in here, play a beat over and let some, some guys go in and spit them bars. You. And um, also have like a, can I rap? You can't. No, I'll, I'll give you a quick, I'm kidding. A four bar setup. <laughs> four. Um, so I think that's going to add another uh, another dope element to the show. Put people on the spot, let them perform um, some original content or even some cover songs, whatever the case may be, and just kinda... so we're no longer playing like our current favorite jam. Nah, I want to switch it up. Why? Because I... I think it would be better. Do you have something ready to go today? It seemed like you came prepared. <laughs> like you. Well, play when something. we thought about it, I just want to. I just like. I just want like people to remember what rap used to be. This is what it used to be. <laughs> Yeah. Uh huh. Why is Jada kiss as hard as it gets? Oh, go in, Mike. <laughs> Zion to keep the artist in debt. Yo. Ain't riding if they party is set. <laughs> Popping, but they party to death. Let's go. <laughs> that's that's the kind of stuff I turn on. I love stuff like that. That's 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah. We have fallen. Listen to what he's saying, man. It's like it's so real. Yeah. It makes sense. And that's why I don't understand how we've fallen so far. You know what I mean? To where it's a bippity bop. Raindrop. <laughs> like it's drop it's, top. Yeah, it's just really ridiculous. That's a girl. She thought that. It's really ridiculous. It's horrible. So, I'm gonna close out. I'm gonna do these quick shout outs for our, our um awesome supporters that listen to the show every week. That's what I'm gonna start doing. Just giving people shout outs, showing that, you know, we really care about those that actually We do appreciate we you. We do appreciate you. We have you. no idea why you listen to us, but yeah, hey, thanks. Listen to for me. So um, <laughs> I'm gonna do your mom. Michael's mom actually she's a she's a super supporter of the show so she wanted me to give a shout out to Michael for being so awesome an amazing son um so hey Michael her opinion might be a little biased but <laughs> shout you, out Michael. to you Mike I love you too and thanks for being on the show also she wanted to uh, say happy birthday to um her niece Juju <laughs> who's she, not gonna ever hear this she's never gonna hear it, but it's fine she's uh, turning 16 so she's gonna have a super sweet 16 um do that um you also have uh Brandy Holloway she's actually one of the sponsors for the show the food's here get your macros right man get your macros right um she wanted to uh give a shout out and she said on friday twenty dollars off if you go to www.thefoodsierge with code flex friday what does she charge for a meal i don't know because i'm partnered with her so i kind of get that discount 
Wow. There you go. <laughs> so um, you have to go to the website. If you go www.thefood and Sierra, C-I-E-R-G-E, and uh, .com. Did she make your meals? Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite thing she makes? Oh, the meatloaf is ridiculous. Mom! Meatloaf. <laughs> the meatloaf is, I don't even like meatloaf But her meatloaf And I think it was like Meatloaf That's saying there's something good I don't even like it I don't Hers? even like it Yeah She she does amazing right. Her meals are amazing You gotta check it out Alright I'm, I'm gonna give you some I'm gonna bring some to the um, Shop one day um, And then someone said uh, They wanna give a shout out to me And the FYF team They're amazing So like, listen. Did you write that one no, yourself? I, this is in my <laughs> You're phone You're so retarded This is in my phone And Ryan early You mentioned him early in the show Who helped me put together my trampoline he helped you uh, put together. He's just an uh, amazing guy. He's definitely one of our biggest supporters. Always commenting on everything Real Rap Given Podcast. topic ideas. Topic, he if should, anybody listening has a topic idea that you want us to talk about, then send it on in. Exactly. Because um, we'll do it. So he's an amazing guy. Also, Chelsea Elizabeth. She's um she's actually, I was talking to her earlier. She, she's actually done some radio as well. She's one of my fans. No, nah, not one uh, of your fans, but she. Uh, we're gonna probably try to get her up here. You know, I like having a, a female's perspective. So yeah, um, yeah. she does a lot. She does a lot of modeling. She's done, um, I think, some television or some other things as well. So she's out here. She's killing the game. I think she's gonna be a dope aspect to the show. Just probably add her in every now and then, get her to do her thing. So she's pretty amazing. So um, outside of that, that's all the shoutouts I have for this episode. And we're gonna close out. I think. Um, Mike's words of wisdom so going into the new year. I think it's perfect. It's yeah, fitting. quit crying. Yeah, yeah, quit crying. Only Get one you. person can make 2017 better than your 2016 was, and that is you. Definitely. My 2017 will definitely be better because so I'm going to work harder than I did last year. Mm. So I, I definitely want to thank you all for um, tuning in. Uh, oh, ac- oh, you know what? Actually, we do have an artist in the <clears throat> studio. Let's revert that. We're actually going to get. We actually going to get time? my buddy. Do we have time? We got fourteen minutes. We have fourteen minutes. So we have a gentleman. I hit him up. I didn't think he was going to be able to make it, but we're going to have a live performance. What is he? Is, what does he do? Is he sing rap? He what? raps nice. for my for my guy James McLean. He is a beast with the bars. He, you're going to see. Now I we believe. were just talking about the top ten MCs on uh, MTV. He's better than all. He's these better guys. than all. Uh, you know Kendrick is. Okay. He can he can no. rap better than seven of them. At least eight. At least eight. At least eight. I'm putting Woo. a lot of pressure on him right okay. now because I know he's going to bring that. So what we're going to do... Um, you got a beat for him? Is he just going to... So um, we don't have a beat ready to go, I think, because we're running... Uh, our time is a little late. So I'm going to see if we can just go acapella off the top. Time out. This is a commercial. My name is Michael Doherty, and I sell houses. 757-289-2649. Holla at me. Oh, yo, yo, yo. Yeah, yeah. So What's we, up, Josh? James on the mic. He's, he's already ready to go. You awesome. dig? This is Real Rap Podcast. This is the first week we're going live with our favorite artist in the studio, and it's going down. We got James McClain on the mic. We're going to let him go in and do a quick 16. Here we go. Yo, you can follow me on official James McClain at Instagram and SoundCloud. I also have a Twitter, uh, James McClain II. Uh, Facebook, James McClain. Here I go. Mac is on it. Think before you ask me on it. Ravage my opponents, then attack. And if you ask, he own it. Leo ass in the grass, not like the grass. He rolling like the matrimony. Sees his death because he had matched his moment. Kill yourself if you acting like you going to do something. True front and leave you cats hanging like you been noose. Nothing but the truth. I bees, not please carry my hive. Or get stung by my buzz, not please carry my ride. It's a shame virgins claim they already pop it and get fucked over by the game. The industry been some cherry poppers. And that's very awkward. Better know your place. My brand's Urban Gene Standard. 
it, I don't let it go to waste. I'd rather be known for having wits when I'm talking, but connecting ass with my pen tails like a donkey, but honky, but my fans letter skills. Cause I keep it trailer, cause I got the balls to kick that Tekken, even genitalia. Haters trying to kill my dream. But if you spend $200 on some J's with overdue child support, don't say a motherfucking thing because I could really care less or what you motherfuckers think. Like, how a man stuck on his ex going to tell me move on or going to tell me how to get hot and he ain't lukewarm? How you going to tell me how to dress for an interview ain't never held the job or bother to put a suit on? So move on, brother. I've been slim in the game, but now I'm looking like I'm Yukon, brother. You either fold or get laid out like futons, brother. It's all gravy, but not a chicken you going smother. Hey, look, I tried to be modest, but now it ain't no room for yours. You can't get room to board if I had room and board. Ugh. Do your chores. The act of yours needs a cleanup. Claiming you this and that, I haven't seen much. Motherfuckers can't rhyme no more. About crime no more. Critical lockdown. Robocop. Humanoid. I silenced the asinine. What I rhyme is way past your time. I'm on fire. Can't match my prime. Not gonna Saki the bomb. Miyagi times 99 <laughs> of the power of 99 to chop you 99 times 99 not 99. I rate the game. Statutory. Can't rate me in categories. If you do, you'll be lost for words like scattergory. Hey, to all you whack rappers out there. <laughs> yo, yo, so listen, that's the first one. He went in and that's acapella and that's ridiculous. Like I can listen. You know, I'm going to listen to that three times on the podcast when I hear it out. Awesome job. Thanks. He came through like it was heaven sent almost. He came through right as we were rapping, came through the door, dropped some bars. And thank thank James for coming through, man. Definitely check him out. Give him your uh, information one more time. Again, so uh, you can follow me on Instagram and SoundCloud and official James McClain and on Twitter at James McClain. I, I Facebook James McClain. Boom. And it's like that real rap podcast. We signing out. All right, I want to thank y'all for tuning in. This is Real Rap Podcast. We're wrapping it up. Uh, if y'all want to follow us, definitely check us out. We're on Snapchat. Look us up, Real Rap Podcast. Um, also on Instagram, you can find us up there. Thank you for supporting. Make sure to follow us every week. This is JB. This is Mike D. And we're signing out just like that. Real Rap Podcast. Now we about to get to it. Swear now we about to get to it. Real Rap. Big up to the Real Rap. Do something. Let me show them with a red lash. Show them with a red lash. All less than five, recognize four back, homie. Let me zone, let me zone, let me zone, homie. Let me zone, let me zone, let me zone, please let me zone, let me zone, you can find me in the V, I'll be on my zone.